Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Bird Chirp Podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Hickman. Alongside me today is Micah Martin. What's going on, Micah? Nothing. Not not a thing? Nothing. Oh, well. I'm chilling. Fair. Glad something's chilling out here because it's 104. <laughs> yeah. It, it is uh, It is warm. I think we broke. Uh, I think we're in Texas was like third place or DFW, somewhere in Texas. It was DFW area. It was like third place for most consecutive days over 102, 103. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. We broke that Monday? Sunday. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Sunday was not bad. Sunday wasn't terrible. I think we broke it Sunday. Um, yeah, dude, the last couple of weeks have been brutal. No wind, no clouds. I will say this week, like, got to work and everything, and um, Monday and Tuesday were actually pretty nice, like, especially in the mornings. Like, yeah. once it, you know, midday, afternoon, stuff, it's, it got hot again. Hot, yeah. But, like, there was a nice breeze, good cloud cover, and there it was actually like, ooh. Yesterday. Ooh, that's chilly. <laughs> yeah, yes, yesterday <laughs> we were sitting outside, and uh, it was me, uh, Mom, Dad, and Maddie. We were just hanging out at their house, and we were sitting outside, and... Somebody had made the comment and was like, it's kind of nice out here. And so I just checked my phone to see what it was. I was like, it's 98 degrees. Huh. <laughs> it f- 98 degrees feels nice right now. Yeah. And it did. It did feel nice. Yeah, because you're used to anytime you you know get out of your car to walk into a store, you yeah. just just start sizzling. Sweating. It's, it's hot. It's not fun. No. But um, yeah. What uh, what you been up to? Boat, boat, boats and hoes, boats and hoes. Just boat for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, it's been fun. So paint got done Saturday. I was supposed to clear coat on Monday. I got out there, got everything set up, and I could not get it to spray right. So I just figured, quit while I'm ahead. And, because I don't want to mess it up. Sure. Especially clear coat. Right. Um, so, I've been in, after that I did a little more research. Um, didn't spray last night. Just because I went over to mom and dad's. And I think I just have to thin it a little more. Which luckily it is a water-based product. So, I just have to thin it with water. That's nice. Um, but I think I just have to thin Because that stuff is... Well, yeah, that's probably why. It. You want to know something that baffles me? What? How do you have like a like a water based paint? You know. And, and it's just so thick. Well, no, 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 no. Like you have like a water a water based paint, right? Yeah. And so you just add a little bit of water to it. And it thins it out. It you know makes it more runny and everything. But then you put it on something, and once it dries, when it gets wet, it doesn't like thin out or like reactivate. Yeah, that is weird, isn't it? It's a little goofy. A little goofy. So it's like, why would you have a water-based paint for a boat? Or water-based clear coat, I guess. Clear coat for a boat, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, well, that's goofy. Once it's dry, it dries. I I understand how it works. Well, I understand that it does that. I don't understand how how it does that. Because, like, in my head, it's like, okay, water makes it runny. So it's like, you put the boat in the water, your clear coat falls off. Yeah, how does that (laughs) work? You know? It's like, one plus two equals four. Four now? Yeah. So, okay. Those are the rules. 
Yeah, it's it's bad stuff though. It's it's just too thick. Um, and that's what I called Hunter, and I was like, "Man, what the heck? I can't get this stuff to spray right." And he was like, "Calm down, just thin it more." I was like, "I thinned it quite a bit." And he was like, "Is it thick?" I was like, "Yeah, it's thick." He was like, "Thin it more." I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, but I, I like, guess that works. It's like, you're not going to ruin the product. He's like, no, don't thin the whole gallon. Like, take, you know, a solo cup worth out and, and thin that. Um, right. And I was like, okay, yeah. And he's like, as soon as you start getting it to spray right, then, you know, you've, you've got it right. Yeah, just try to get the ratio down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That makes um, sense. So I'll just, I guess I'll keep thinning until it. Sprays right. Yeah, I guess. Um, but paint's done. It looks really good, in my opinion. It does um, look good. I bought a gallon and a half, thinking I would have some extra. I do not have some extra. Of paint? Yeah. Did you run out of paint? No. But I got like. Oh, you you you're I, you just I, don't I, have any left. Yeah, I just I'm done. Yeah, it's done. we used all of it. Um, At least you weren't short. Yeah, that would have been. That would have made me mad. <laughs> that would have made me real mad. <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked. But I pretty much so I used for two coats. I used a gallon and a half of paint. I'm pretty much just planning on using the whole gallon to clear. That makes sense to I'll me. I'll coat everything once, and then I'll hit the high, um, like friction spots or whatever. yeah, exactly the stop the spots to get touched a lot yeah which is like realistically on that boat it's just the outside sides and the gunnel rails yeah no that makes sense and then what if i have more after i hit that for two coats then spray till i can't i guess you know spray till spray till no more spray fair yeah that makes sense yep 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 that uh we'll have to you'll have to post the video of the pro drive uh, center console like logo yeah that'd be sick on for the new episode post because it's it's hard to explain but so the center console when i got it it was painted camo and then so it had a pro drive sticker over it like just a white pro drive sticker so what i did was keep kept that sticker on Uh. sprayed over it and then peeled that sticker so that the camo would show as the Pro Drive logo. I was wondering, how and you it did looks that. really nice. Yeah, heck. Yeah. I was really banking on the fact that it was camo under that sticker, <laughs> <laughs> and not just uh, like just black or something. Yeah. But it it was indeed camo under that sticker, so it looks really good. And then what I'm gonna do is keep the actual plate that the center console mounts to. Have you seen it? I don't know if I like showed uh, it to you. Not in person. No. Okay. So there's like there's two parts to the. There's three parts to the center console. There's the actual center console, and there's a plate where all of the controls are. Uh huh. That plate will be camo. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. And the the bottom plate that's actually on the bottom of the boat. There's like there's you can that see like the hides all the. Wire hydraulics yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. a little bit on that that's camo. That's gonna stay camo. Oh, that'd be cool. So yeah, it'll be uh, it'd be pretty cool. So oh, there's like sick. little camo uh, little accents accents in there if Very you will. Nice. So it should look pretty good. Um, once it's all said and done. Yeah, I bet that'll look sick. Yeah, it should indeed. I'm excited about it. I'm ready to get this clear coat done, and then this weekend, 
I will do this weekend. I'm doing Gator Glide no matter what, um, because it, it more so needs to be done like first thing in the morning. Mm, yeah. Um, because the way my yard is, is first thing in the morning, everything's shaded till about ten o'clock, and I need about two and a half hours, maybe three, to get the, all the coats on. But you can't apply Gator Glide in direct sunlight. Hmm. So yeah, I could flip the boat, put it on the trailer, then put the trailer back in the shop. But like, that's a ton of work. Plus, it's just me and Dad doing stuff. Right. Now. Yeah. Um, what uh, what happens if you apply indirect sunlight? I don't know. Oh. It just says don't. Okay, fair enough. And so I don't want to find out. No, that's probably a good idea. I don't want to find out. What um, man, I had a question. But yeah, send me that video and I'll post that. Yeah. What uh What uh what did you do on Saturday? That. I mean Sunday. Hmm. What did I do on Sunday? Dude, Sunday I slept. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Saturday was the night that you got in like real late. I think that was the night that yeah. I Snapchatted you, and it was like one something, and you were up, and I was like, "Well, aren't you? That was you're not supposed to be awake right now." That was Sunday night, because Maddie oh, was working yeah, Sunday. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But Sunday, um, so I got up and messed with the. So yeah, backtrack. Friday night, pulled the motor off the boat. Uh, got it ready for paint. Prepped the little bit of prep that I had to do left. Um, like 30 minutes worth of yeah. prep. And then, yeah, Saturday morning, woke up, ran to Home Depot, started painting. Was done by about 3. Ran to Home Depot? Yeah. What do you need at Home Depot? I needed stuff to Gator Glide, but I figured I'd just get it then anyways because oh, I also sure. needed uh, xylene. Is it xylene? It's pretty much acetone, but it's a little different. The Kim 400 yeah. is a xylene-based product, uh, so I they see. would prefer you to thin with xylene sure that um, makes sense rather than acetone so i was like yeah cool sounds good to me that stuff's not cheap i bet not neither is acetone but it's more expensive than acetone um acetone was like 20 dollars for the jug can yeah, can't whatever it is however many liters or pints or whatever um liquid this one was like 30 bucks or something like that so it's not terrible yeah. and then uh Home Depot had a killer deal on a Milwaukee Impact charger and two batteries for $129. Oh, that is a killer deal. Yeah, so I bought it. <laughs> I, I would have been disappointed if you didn't. Yeah. Plus, I was like, man, uh, Dad took my charger because he bought a Milwaukee blower and then one of my batteries as well. So I was like, yeah, I kind of need a charger anyways. Kind of replace that one. A couple extra batteries would never hurt. So <laughs> what's the, And then the two batteries and a charger – it's like 160 bucks. Yeah. So I might as well spend less money and get an impact, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I'll, I'll make I'll make that deal. Yeah, 100%. What uh did you happen to watch the uh Jake Paul and Nate Diaz fight? No. Yeah. I watched a little bit of highlights, but yeah. I didn't end up watching it. Um so yeah, Sunday woke up, slept. Sure. Actually, Sunday you woke up and slept? No, Sunday woke up. At, you know, the normal 6 a.m. or whatever it was. And ran to the hardware store, got some stuff to do, all the rib nuts, got through 
three rib nuts before that bolt ended up getting way too hot mm-hmm. and kind of messed up some threads a little bit like on the bolt not not on the rib nuts so that's good um and then i, I was like yeah it's getting a little warm out here anyways i'm going back to sleep and this was like 10 a.m <laughs> i went back to sleep at 10 and didn't wake up to like two um so it was a nice extra couple hours and then i Woke up, just hung out with the dogs, and then, yeah, Maddie had a heck of a day. She didn't get home, she didn't get off till 10, 15, home till like 11. Jeez. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Right? She made a lot of money, though. Yeah, there you go. A lot of work. Um, and then the rest of this week's just been work. It's my last week at... Work, 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 work. Yeah. Last week at this job, so just kind of like buttoning up all of my duties, like making sure those are able to be passed on and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's a nice thing to do, I guess. I mean, yeah. De- <laughs> definitely the nice thing to do. Um, then okay. flooring for the boat came in yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. So there was whack so the like i was pulling up as the ups driver was pulling up and mm-hmm. i was like i got a good feeling i know what this is and then he pulls out you know a massive box and i was like oh yeah and uh he's like all right there you go and i was like just the one and he was like yeah just the one and so over the phone i talked with gator tracks and they're like yeah they're gonna be shipped in two boxes you're gonna have to pay two shipping charges and I was so like, dumb. that's fine. And they're $40 a piece for the shipping. Oh. Yeah. And so I was like, oh. whatever, fine. I guess it has to happen. Um, not happy about it, but I was like, no, 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 no. If they ship this in one box, I'm getting $40 back. Like, Right. That just is what it is. So I open the box, and there's three sheets in it. <laughs> and there's supposed to be five sheets in one box, and, and one in the other is what they told me. And oh. I was like... Oh, so, oh, okay. I was thinking. So I open it up and there's three, and I'm like, what does make more sense to ship them three and three? So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. So I just called her, called them up, and I was like, hey, you know, uh, here's a story. I, you know, got home, UPS guy was here. I only got one box, and there's three sheets in it. I was like, that's totally fine. I was like, I know I was going to have to pay for two boxes. I was just curious as to why they weren't shipped together and she was like um let me check let me pull up your the shipping number and stuff but they left here together so i'm not sure and i was like hey that's totally fine i was like knowing ups they put it on two different trucks good chance for the same house and she was like nothing surprises me these days so she checked on the box and sure enough they just got set on two different trucks and it was it came in (laughs) like three hours later (laughs) I was like, what oh, in the world? There's, there's, so the, they, there's logistics for you. I'm assuming they were rolled up. Yeah. Yeah. They're flat now. Yeah. It's really, like, that's what I heard about, like, the Amazon stuff is it rolls a lot and, mm-hmm. like, stays rolled. This stuff is already flat, just being inside. Yeah. That's one thing I didn't do with mine when I put it on. That was a pain. Like if I did, if I used my boat as much as you use your boat, I'd have probably just bought the Amazon stuff. Oh yeah. But we used the heck out of that. But you no. know we're on that boat year round, so I was For like, sure. might as well splurge a little and buy the good stuff. Yeah, my, you, I mean, no real reason not to. No, don't sell yourself short on the. Absolutely not. On the, uh, 
like the little things Amazon like that stuff. that really means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'll actually make a difference in everything. Yeah. Which like I saw a video on that stuff. And it was like 105 degrees outside in the middle of August in Louisiana, and then they temp gunned the floor. Mm-hmm. The floor was only like 85 degrees or something like that. On um, the stuff that you have. Yeah. Wow. It's like a 20 degree difference. Yeah. Just being film floor, and I was like, that's wild. Hey, that's that'll work for me. I bet if you put some water on it, it get even yeah, cooler. Yeah, I bet so. I so bet so so the other box came and it had the two had sheets in there. Three, yeah. Oh, they had three sheets of piece. I brought six. Oh, I thought you said you bought five. No, I bought six. Uh, they were gonna ship five. Well, they said that they can only fit five in one box. Oh, oh, oh! I, I had see. To buy six. Yeah. I see. Which getting them all in, I don't need six sheets. I can just about guarantee you that I will use four. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure, yeah, it's, uh, to actually judge and that stuff is more difficult than you think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, well, then that's what I called Gator Tracks. I was like, hey, got one of y'all's boats. It's 2010, 1856 or whatever it was. And how many sheets is that to cover it? Guy said, need six sheets. We're good. He's like, he's like that last, that last sheet, you'll use about half of it, but you need six sheets. I was like, totally fine. Order six sheets. Got them in. Mm, I don't know about all that, Chief. I don't. Y- y'all must be wasting it somehow. Because I don't need six sheets. It's <laughs> fair. I don't. Is it just like, th- not 3M, but is it just like peel on the back it's and 3M. it sticks down? Oh, it is 3M? But it just like sticks on the back? Yeah, yeah I got you. I'm going to buy some 3M adhesive, though. I, I would. Yeah. Anything helps, right? Um... But I was looking on Home Depot the other day, and there's there's like two or three different types of 3M spray adhesive or whatever. So I gotta figure out which one to buy. They're, I'm sure they're like all relatively the same. Yeah. There wasn't one that was like oh f- waterproof, and so which yeah. I'm sure if they all seal like they are pretty waterproof all of them. Yeah, they're all. I'm sure they are. Who knows? I'll probably just buy the. There's like a 60, a 77, and like a 93. So I'm assuming the 93 is like. I think so. Like more. Yeah, more adhesives. So I'll yeah. probably just buy that one. Probably. What, um. I'm going blank. Uh. You do anything else? Alright. Nothing cool. I'll uh, try to run through my weekend semi fast. So. Um, so we recorded on last Wednesday night and then I got back to the house and, um, started, I like uploaded, I uploaded the recording. I had everything typed out. I liked the way it was worded. It it was great. You know, took me a couple minutes or whatever, but I, I, I liked it. I got it the way I really wanted it. Perfect. Awesome. So I went to save it. So that way I could go in and edit the audio in case something happens that the like description's still there. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened when I went to hit the save button? The website crashed. <laughs> and so I had to completely start over. It didn't turn out it didn't turn out as good as it was originally, but it didn't it wasn't bad. So um yeah, so that was a little bit of a a uh, 
tester, I guess. Yeah. Just just starting off the poking the bear. Yeah, but I finally got it done and everything. Um, and then let's see, it was one of those weekends where it was like like Thursday or Friday. We were like sitting. You had told us that you weren't gonna do anything this weekend. <laughs> so so you are a liar. <laughs> you call me a liar? I ain't calling you a truther. Yeah, right. Um yeah, so it was one of those it was one of those weekends where like on, you know, Thursday or whatever, me and Sarah would look at each other and we we're like, Do we have anything going on this week? And we're like, I don't think so. And we were just like, Cool. So what are we gonna do? And it's like, I don't know. I don't wanna do anything. And we were both in agreement that we just didn't really want to do much of anything, but kind of, you know, just kind of hang out in, in the house and stuff. And I was like, Whatever. I was like, Whatever deal. pops up, like, yeah, we can yeah. do it if we want to. I was like, perfect. So, um, so we, uh, we were going to cook. <laughs> so on Friday, we were going to cook steaks um, and, like, make, like, a nice meal to kind of, not christen, but to, like, a first, like, nice meal yeah. in, in the new place and stuff. And so we were going to cook steaks in the skillet and everything. Uh, brand new skillet. And so we go to, we got to start cooking these steaks. And um, the skillet is like crazy hot, like way too hot. Yeah. Um, like the oil is already in there. But there's like a lot of oil in this thing. And so we like dump, dump some of it out. And like I'm doing something, and she's like, "Is that good, or should I dump out more?" And I was like, "Fine, whatever." I don't know. I was kind of getting frustrated, I guess. And so I go to put my steak in, and I go to cook my steak, and like, it's on the one side for like, not very long. And I go to flip it, and it is like, not charred, but like it's seared good. And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I completely pull it off the the heat and everything, and I turn the heat down and stuff, and the pan cools down a little bit. And then it takes another like ten minutes to get the the other side, anything close. Like it looked raw for like eight of those ten minutes. Mm. And then, um, when I finally pulled it off, I like cut into it. Like, you know, I like went went to cut into it, and I was like, it tastes good, but the texture of this thing is almost a shoe. Like it was, it was a light well done. <laughs> Which was not at all what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. It, I mean, it was. It was fine. It Un- tasted good. Unfortunately, steak is one of those deals that just yeah. takes like. It doesn't take as long as like a brisket, but if you're like super picky about your steaks, which I'm not like super picky, but like I just know how to cook them, I guess. Um, it is one of those deals that like it takes like three or four times like finally get your method down yeah which we also didn't have a meat thermometer so that kind of yeah no that sucks yeah we um so her her steak turned out perfect funny how that works Uh uh-huh yeah so uh but yeah so we like did that and just kind of hung out friday night and then saturday night i'm not really sure why but i like woke up saturday at like 8 30 or 9 and i I mean i was tired but i was just like all right, let's get this day started. And um, and so next thing I know, I find myself at Ikea. And I was like, oh, oh, great. Okay, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Which we needed a couple of things. And so we, like, go in there and, like, get what we needed. We weren't really there, like, a super long time. 
And, like, when we got there, it wasn't super busy. But by George, by the time we left, there was people everywhere. I mean, that place, it looked like an ant farm. Like, oh, you're just yeah. crawling. It's like, we got to get out of here. So, plus, like, there's no windows in that building. Uh-uh. There's no daylight. It's like, I, you can get claustrophobic in there. Oh, yeah. The only, uh, the only buildings that I like to be that big without windows are casinos. Yeah. And they, and they have, they don't have windows, so you, you can't tell if it's day or Daylight. night, so you just stay in there. Um, but yeah, so we go back to, go back and put the, put the couple things together and everything and get it in place. And then I, uh, get some more, get some more mounts and prints hung up on the wall. Did I show you that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um. So I'm really happy about how that turned out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so between, I guess it was, I guess it was about like about like midday. We were like, well, we had talked about it earlier in the week. We were like, oh, since we're not doing anything this weekend, like we should go spend time with your grandparents. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go do that. So we're like, okay, let's go see him on Sunday. And then. A friend of a friend of ours uh, text in the, like a group chat and was like, "Hey, don't forget like fight night at my house tonight. Like, come anytime after six thirty. And we're like, "Oh man!" And then about two hours later, my mom texts and is like, "Hey, we're doing brisket at the house. You guys want to come by brisket? Blah blah blah." So I'm like, "Okay, do you want to go and see my grandparents, and then go to my parents' house, and then go to fight night?" And so that's what we ended up doing. And it worked out, and it was it was fun. Um, everything worked out good, and we, you know, it was nice talking to my grandparents and hanging out with the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went to fight night and everything. We watched the uh, the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight. Um, for not a boxer, Nate Diaz boxed pretty well. Um, he definitely gave Jake. A good fight. The final score was either eighty nine eighty one or ninety one ninety eight or something like that. Um, so he didn't win. He, I mean, he he beat him, but it wasn't by a ton. Uh, Nate, I believe Nate landed more punches, but Jake was landing harder punches, and uh, and Jake had one knockdown. So that's pretty much what won it. But, uh, I think that's so, like, weird with fighting. It's just, like, you can take anybody, almost anybody, out on the street, train them for a year. Well, they'd probably be a good fighter. Well, well, no, 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 no. I was talking about Jake Paul. Oh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, like, coming yeah. from, like, like, he did, he doesn't have, like, he just doesn't have, like, great genes. I mean, you saw him as a teenager on Disney. I mean, he was a little scrawny kid. You know, uh, he was a pretty, uh, he, the original plan for him, he was going to go play like football in college. Really? Uh, it might've been Logan. One of the two, uh, one of the two were like a decent prospect out of high school. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they were already like, um, you know, before they started boxing and stuff, they were already like all that to say, I'm not saying fighting is easy because that's not fun. No, no, it's not fun getting beat around, and it's a, it's a lot of hard work. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, with the right amount of training, 
almost yeah. almost any good sure, could sure, be sure, a sure. fighter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some people some people are just built for it a little slightly oh, better yeah. than others, but it's like you give me two years, I could probably I mean I could probably win a fight. Not I mean yeah, like I'm not pay, saying you I could, paid me to do it. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. I'm not saying I you know, I'm not saying I'll last more than a round with Floyd Mayweather or nothing, but like I no. could you know, I could probably win some. I could hit some somebody. Fights, yeah, hit somebody. But uh, yeah, so that that fight was actually pretty entertaining. I we honestly didn't think I I didn't know if Nate was gonna win. I kind of had a bad feeling Jake was gonna win, but I really wanted Nate to win. Um, but he uh, unfortunately ended up not winning. But it uh, it was a good fight, honestly. Um, and then Sunday. Oh yeah, so Sunday, um, I went and got Marvin and Nate. Who? Well, I went back to my parents' house and like got a, got some more stuff together and um, filled filled the feeder at my house and checked on cameras and stuff like that because it uh, it is getting pretty close. Um, and then Sunday, I, w- I was gonna at one of the places I hunt. I was gonna move the feeder to a different location than I had it last year. Um, and so I went and I, I picked up Marvin and, uh, and Nate and we, uh, we went back over there to the place I hunt and, uh, moved it and got, uh, got some stuff trimmed up a little bit. And, um, uh, Nate has more deer hunting experience than I might ever have in my entire life. And also he just has a ton of experience with like just animals in general. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, just give me all these little tips and stuff. And like, I try to listen. Nate's one of those people. He's, he's wise beyond his years. And so like he is, yeah. when he starts talking about something, I do my best to listen, even though, even if it's something that I have no idea what he's talking about or no interest or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was very helpful and it was really nice. Like having him there and like talking about the, the actual situation that I'm in kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's like I would lay this tree over in the middle of that trail so that blocks them off this way so they have to come around this way. And I'm like, oh, wow, I never really, I literally never thought about that. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, got all that done and everything. Um, and then Monday after work, I went back out to the, to the farm and went out, back out to the property that I hunt. Um, and I mowed a mowed, a mowed. I mowed around both the feeders and everything, and uh, got some stuff cleared up like that and everything. Um, I did have one of my stealth cameras, one of my cell cams, just completely crap out on me. Mm. I guess, like I literally, I'll turn it on, and it'll like, it was doing this thing where like it would flash because it's got like three lights, you know. Yeah. You like turn it on and it'd, like flash the battery. It'd like green, red. And, and I was like, okay, so I swapped that battery, same thing. Put the old original batteries back in there, and then it fixed itself. And it was like, it would go green, green, and then the third one would blink green for a second, and right before it was going to stay green, it would go red, and then it would turn itself off. And I'm like, what? Hmm. So, um, and I was like, well, since it might be a minute or so before I can get a new camera out there, I might, might as well go ahead and cancel this plan. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's right. I did the math, and it was cheaper for me to buy the year. Instead of month by month by month, so what uh whatever happened with that cards dealer, <sighs> dude? I so 
there's there's a there's a couple of people who have um, permission to be down there, um, and I've, I've pretty much talked to everybody that I know has permission to be down there. I probably need to talk to the landowner, but he's an older gentleman, and so there's and like where the how that property's set up is like if somebody did hop the fence, um, it wouldn't be super difficult for somebody to hop that fence and hit, and it'd be pretty easy for them to do it and nobody to ever know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I talked to I talked to a couple people that are that you know like the guy who runs the cows and one of the guys who hunts down there and stuff and they uh you know they're like well the other guy who hunts down there with me he had a card stolen so i'm like i don't think it was him but no and also like he seems like a pretty straight up guy and the other guy who runs the cows like i've known him for for a long time and stuff and like you know i wasn't trying to call him a criminal or anything but um, I did have a picture of him going down there on a different camera that was kind of hidden more. I, I, I had a picture of him going down there on whatever day of the week it was, like, let's say Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, um, like, I never got my check-in picture. So, I don't know. Could have been him. Could He said it wasn't him, and I don't really have proof that it wasn't him, so I can't, I mean, I got to take his word for it, yeah. um, which, a good chance it wasn't him, but... Um, you know, I just told him if, uh, if he hears anything or comes across anything, just let me know. So hopefully, uh, something comes up about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty much, pretty much all that happened there. Um, but yeah, Monday I just went down there and mowed and everything. And then Tuesday, (laughs) Tuesday I went, went back to my parents' house to grab a couple more things and like just, it, uh, it kind of takes a minute to clear out a bedroom that you've been basically hoarding in for um 10 years yeah yeah like 10 years so so my bedroom was like i was out of there in a day you know it was one trip right when i moved out but well i've been in that room for well i was in that room for about eight years but i didn't have like all the you have a you had that big old desk in there that was like Filled with stuff and like I'm a very knacky person. Yeah, that too. I really that wasn't me. Well, and like and everything that I didn't want, I was just like put in a box and throw it in the attic. You know, like yeah, yeah. I just didn't care for it. Well, and so that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the thing that's why it's taken me so long is like one, do I want to get rid of it? Eh. Two, do I have a place to put it? And it's like not really, you know. So it's like. Three is Sarah gonna let me have it? Yeah, right. So it's like when I get there, she's gonna be like, "What the heck? I throw this away." Yeah. So I mean, um, I'm literally not taking any furniture with me because it was just in my room. So it was like a chair, a desk chair, a a desk, a desk topper, a dresser, a bed, a nightstand, and a gun cabinet. Which, like, granted, that is quite a few things for how little my room was. Yeah. Um, but I'm literally, I literally just took the gun cabinet. That's all I did. Um, which I took the so. Uh, I took that over last night and it was one of those things where it was like, okay, I'm just going to go to my parents' house, grab, like gather stuff up. I'm going to go work out. And then I got to, um, go by Nate's to get uh, a bearded dragon. And then I got to come home, load a couple things up and then go. <laughs> We're not just going to scroll fast. Like we didn't just say that. Oh, what? 
<laughs> it's a, a bearded dragon. It's a lizard. Yeah, yeah. I know so, what they are. Why do you have one? What? So, uh, Nate have had one. His buddy, I believe his buddy went off to college and stuff and was like, oh, I just can't really take care of it and stuff. And Nate being the animal person he is, he's like, yes, you can leave it here and I'll take care of it. He's like, ah, sweet. So, and then it just got to the point where he's like, man, he's like, I really just need to find a good home for, for the bearded dragon just because he's like, I don't, you know, get him out and play with him or anything. And he's like, the tank's probably a little small for, or the terrarium, I guess, is probably a little small for him. And he's just like, I just need to find him a good home. We were standing there, and I was like, huh. Because, like, Caleb, Caleb's had, my little brother, he's had, I don't know, many of reptiles and stuff. And he had a crested gecko for a long time and stuff like that. And so, uh, and one of his, one of his, like, really good friends growing up, he had a bearded dragon. And so, and I remember Caleb saying, like, he always wanted one. But they were a little expensive, I want to say. But Yeah, I think they are. Um, But so, I just texted him out of the blue, and I was like, you want you still want a bearded dragon? And he was like, "Huh?" And I was like, yeah, "You still want a bearded dragon?" And he was like, "Why?" And I told him, and he was like, "Is it aggressive?" And I was like, "Hey Nate, is it aggressive?" And he was like, "Nobody can be." And he was like, "I was like, nobody can be." And so they just went back and forth. And he was like, "Yeah, sure, bring it over." I was like, okay. So that was on uh, that was on Sunday night. That's funny. And then so yeah, last night I swung by there and grabbed that, and I actually had to go. After I left the gym, I had to go by Marvin's um, so I could get the new insurance card for uh, for his truck that I'm currently driving, which hopefully I'll be out of, hopefully tomorrow, actually. Um, but So I had to get, go get that, and then I had to go to Nate's, get the lizard, and then I had to go back to my parents, drop the lizard off, grab my other stuff, and then get out the door. So, in the midst of all that and everything just slightly getting pushed back and pushed back, um, you know, because I just, you know, everything just, oh, you add ten, five, ten minutes here. Oh, I add five, ten minutes. Well, when you got 15 things to do, that's a long time. Yeah. So, I ended up not getting back until decently late. And as soon as I left my parents' house, I, like, called Sarah and I was like, hey, I was like, I got good news and I got bad news. Good news is I have most of the things from my parents' house now bad news is I'm gonna need your help moving this gun cabinet into the house she's probably already in her PJs yeah sleep. yeah 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 she wasn't half asleep but she had already like you know gotten re- like gone through the bedtime routine and so she was like okay I wish you would have told me 30 minutes ago and I was like why what was 30 minutes ago and then she was like I wasn't ready for bed then and I was like arrow so, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so I got that, all that moved in and everything last night. Well, by moved in, I mean it's literally sitting in the living room. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, we literally carried it up, and then I had a couple more things to carry up, and then I went and then I moved the truck. And by the time I got back up, literally the second time, like, the bedroom light was off and everything, and I was like, okay, mm, so I'm not going to go ask her where she wants me to put this right now. I was like, I'm going to leave it here, and we can figure that out tomorrow. Yeah. So. I forgot to say, I golfed last Friday, and it was actually really nice. Once you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I got wet with sweat, I had an undershirt on. Like a dry, oh, okay. like a, like yeah. a dry fit undershirt. And once that got soaking wet, it was, like, nice. There was a little bit of breeze, and it would, like. 
I felt cool. I was like, this is crazy. This, techno- really? this technology works. What is this technology? What is this sorcery? It actually felt really good outside. Um, I bet that pond was hot. It was. Oh, I bet. Look, you were only in like three inches of water. Yeah, and it was very warm. Uh huh. Very like uncomfortably warm. Uh yeah. Bathtub warm. Uh, <laughs> like hot tub warm, dude. Hot tub. Warm. It's a hundred nine degrees outside, and you're in three inches of standing water. I'm sure it was hot. Yeah. To make a sh- long story short, we were playing uh, scrambles like two v two, just in our group, and uh, I had. All four of us had hit a ball into the water. My ball just so happened to be only like three inches in the water, but sure. since I'm right-handed, I had to get in the water to hit the ball out. So I was like, "Well, you were standing deeper than the ball was." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, "Do we take a drop with them and then have to, you know, out chip and put them, or do I take one for the team, get out of here?" Then be a stroke ahead of him. Oh, I'd have made him get in the water. Oh, it's my ball. I don't care. Oh. Or I hit it left-handed. Yeah, no. So I ended up getting in the water, just <laughs> open, the, open the club face up quite a bit, and I hit it out. And we won that hole. That's good. That would have sucked if you lost that hole after yeah. doing all that. That would have been not as fun. Yeah, that would have that would have sucked. Um, But it was actually really nice. We played Bear Creek. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is in uh, like Grapevine, Euless, Dallas. Yeah. It's got a Dallas address, but it's really, if you ask me, it's Euless. Or if you ask me, it's Grapevine, but if you ask Mike, it's Euless. It, it's one of those. It's weird. Mm, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, so it was actually really fun. We only, I only played nine. Um, nice. But it was, it was good. Okay. I, and I used Scott's irons because I was like, there's no way I'm even attempting to hit these blades. Um, I use oh, Scott's yeah, those irons, new, those and new he's blade. got like the big Bertha ones. They're like they're pretty fat on the bottom. Yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, it's almost like they're intended for people who don't really know what they're doing. So, like, why are we not both swinging them? I'm not sure. I have listed my clubs for sale. Have you actually? Yes, <laughs> they are on the marketplace. I called you crazy when you bought a set of uh, blades. I was like, why well, would you buy blades? I didn't blades? have my set, uh, own, my own set of irons and a co-worker was selling them. So I was like, I'm helping the co-worker out. I didn't have my own set because they were technically Macs. Right. And so I was like, I'm, you know, it's, it'll be fine. It's not fine. No, it's not. It's not fine. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not even good enough to swing my muscle backs that I have. Yeah. But I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. But they were they were a gift, so I'm not gonna get rid of them. Yeah. And and I do like them. I I like the yeah, way. Yeah, they're a great club. I do like them. Um, I just need to be. I need to. I had a kid. Uh, th- we had to work this whole deal out. He had some. Uh, I think they're like Callaway X Hots or something like that, and they were same issue. I think his were like a year newer, but he was looking to get into blades, and I was like. Man, if you're in, I'm in. And he's like, yeah, perfect. I was like, where are you located? And he said, the Woodlands. I was like, no. I was like, did I asked him? I was like, did you not see the location on the the listing? And he was like, oh, I thought you could meet me. He was like, oh, I just didn't pay attention to it. He was like, I, I didn't think anything of it. And I was like, <laughs> what? We're three and a half hours away from each other. You can ship them. No. I mean, have him ship them first. Ooh. And nah, he, just he, so like you send me, you send me, you send me yours and the shipping label, and 
I'll make this deal. So the only deal, the only problem with that is doing like, okay, as soon as you send me the tracking number, I'll send mine or the money or whatever. Is they could send anything. Yeah. They could send you an envelope with just a dollar in it. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like they're not. Yeah, no, I, I, so I just told him I was like, well, I mean, are you going to be in the, the DFW Metroplex anytime soon? He said, no. I said, well, I'm not going to be in the Houston Metroplex anytime soon. Bye. We could probably make it happen. Not to trade golf. I can. Hey, we could go down there and make it a weekend trip. Go play some golf and uh, go catch some redfish. Not the worst I thing did you've see, ever said. I, uh, I did see a TikTok today, and it's like supposed to be one of the coolest golf, like or most fun golf courses to play in Texas. And it's uh, just outside of Corpus Christi. So it's one that Arnold Palmer design back in the day and then it got completely destroyed by hurricane harvey oh yeah and so they like redid it um and it's pretty similar i believe it's pretty similar to like how he designed it but it it uh it's supposed to be like new grass yeah it's supposed to be like super nice and like fun to play and stuff and it's like 50 dollars and like no dress code nothing it's like but uh yeah houston's not my favorite city but most cities aren't so what um let's see did anything weird happen yesterday oh yeah so like i went down there and like you know made sure my my feeders were going this weekend like mode and stuff and guess what happened i had deer show up crazy right <laughs> they do not care they really don't um we I do swear not care they know oh they 100% know i swear they do but um so I've had a couple of pigs hanging out around my house the last couple of weeks. Oh, they just yeah. like been showing up, and I, I really haven't been checking my camera, like on my phone or whatever, just because I'm like, eh, it's hot. I don't really I care. Outside, yeah, I was had a hunting season. It's just like, I don't yeah, care a lot. yeah. I mean, after hunting season, I'll kind of keep an eye on it to see, you know, like what's still hanging around. But like this time, of, I mean, this time of year, I'm looking for, you know, who's growing and stuff. But like besides that. Um, but I've had this, like, one pig that's been on a couple different cameras and stuff running around. And then um, the other night he showed up with a friend. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I had, not at my feeder, but I had a, just like a pile of corn and, um, like, a mineral block in front of one of my cameras. And uh, and so it was, like, the, the two pigs there. And I was like, okay, cool. And then this morning I wake up and I was like, oh, like, six or seven notifications from that same camera. And I was like, oh, okay. So I look on it. I'm like, okay, pig, pigs, pigs, pigs. I'm like, uh, that's about 25 pigs. So just like, and the the pictures are like 40 seconds apart. So it was literally one of those things where it was like two pigs, and then within 40 seconds, like 20-something pigs. And I was like, golly, and they were only there for like 10 minutes. And all I, that corn's gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I only dumped out like uh, a Four half, three-quarters of a bag or whatever. So I was just like, I mean, I filled it with a feeder and was like, I had a leftover bag of corn, so I was like, yeah. I'll dump it here. But, so yeah, I was just like, hmm, well, very cool. Um, All right, so I have pigs again. Great. Um, But they, that's just how they are. They come and go like that. Um, But yeah, what, uh, you want to get into the uh, topic this week? Let's do it. All right, now that we're 47 minutes in. It's a good time. You're the topic, man. All right. Topic. Topic this week 
is um, with it coming up, we are, well, it is the ninth today, so Texas here. I don't know about everybody else, but we are um, one month. Exactly one month away. Precisely. Precisely. Pristinely? No, that's not No, right. no. Precisely. Mm. Um, precisely one month away from early goose opener. Does does uh, teal open the same day or no? Yeah. Okay. From my understanding. Uh, I scrolled past it yesterday. And I think it said September 9th as well. Um, so, yeah, for us, that's the second Saturday of September. So that's when it opens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. when it opens for us. And I'm looking at a decent group already. So I hope they stick around. Yeah, that sure would be nice. Um, yeah. For you. If they don't, they um, they don't, whatever. Yeah. You'd be cruising. September tenth. What? No, oh, that, that's twenty two. Yeah, I was about to they say haven't updated this yet. That was last year. Yeah, man. You gotta, go to, gotta go to the website, man. Ugh. Yeah, man. Uh um, gotta Ugh. Whatever. But with that being said, we're kinda gonna go over like early season goose spreads. Um early season goose hunting. Because it is a little different than normal season goose hunting it is what it is um, it is so as far as like early season birds go um which you'll see this if you do any sort of scouting these birds are going to be in kind of what's called family groups and mm-hmm. spread out mm-hmm. um this there's about 45 geese 45 to 50 geese that i'm looking at and they are spread out over like Probably 200 yards. Yeah. They're uh, they're just spread out. Um, so it definitely makes them hard to hunt. You're like, oh, I'm looking at 45 geese. You're like, oh, that's great. But realistically, like, if we shoot eight out of those 45, like, if I get eight to work in front of us, like, that would be great. Um, yeah, that would be real goal. great. It, it, it just is what it is. Um, Especially if they're all coming in together or which pretty they're much together. Not, luckily. Oh. They're coming in, like... Kind of family by family buffet style. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean it's honestly, better. that's definitely the best scenario because then you have, you know, two to five geese coming at a time, and you can work them and yeah. work them and work them and work them, and hopefully get a shot on them. Yeah. And if you can, then great. And you can, you know, if you've got a couple of guys and probably easily knock down half or all of them. Yeah. Um, or if they don't work and they just land, then Wait until a second group, and if they just don't even take a look at you and go land with those other birds, then go bump them. Yep. That's what I would say. Yep, yep. And that's the thing with, like, early season birds is, like, if you can get a feet down shot, perfect. But do not do not hesitate on that. Just they're, hey, they're right over us, uh, you know, 30 yards above us. Don't yep. hesitate on that because they're from there, they're probably going to go land 100 yards away. And then you got no shot. So, with definitely with early season birds, I would say as soon as you get a shot opportunity, please take it. Well, it's kind of, it's uh, it's kind of a funny spot to be in because like, yeah, they're not used to getting shot at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're not necessarily weary, but they're also not used to being bumped. Yeah, and so it's like, they're not used to being weary. So it's like they're not, they're either. They either see you and they're like, oh, this is where we're going to land now. Or they're like, 
I don't care. This is where we've landed the last three days. We're going to land there. Yeah. And most of the time, there's nothing you can do to change that. Yep. Um, so, like, if they're just like, no, we're going to go land over here, there's not much you can really do about it. Um, but at the same time, like, if they do seem interested, you know, they might they might come around once or twice, and then they might change their mind and go land somewhere else. Yep. So if you do get a shot, take the shot. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But Especially if it's not into... 500 birds yeah yeah definitely um so with the again with the early season like spreads and stuff like that like just spread your decoys out make family groups um the early season deal like really benefits the um like weekend warrior if you will like i would put myself into that group i try Mm -hmm. to be more than that but like with work and stuff like that that's i get the weekends to hunt that's that is what it is um and so like i don't have a trailer full of decoys to set out a thousand decoy spread but with early season birds i don't need that i've got five dozen dive bombs of my own i'm gonna put out those five dozen into you know t- about dozen groups maybe maybe like three or four groups of you know a dozen dozen and a half and call it good i mean i would personally i would do less than that i would do like like when i think family groups i'm thinking like it's five ten birds, but they're not looking at the silhouette this, uh, the same time. That's why. No, I, well, that's I put true. Out a few more, but I mean, like, yeah, silhouettes are slightly different. So, like, you might bump those numbers up slightly, but like for me, like, if, if I was gonna set out full buys, let's say, I'd probably set out like three to three to seven. Really, like two to like seven, two to five, three to mm-hmm. five, somewhere in there. I'd probably set out like probably three to five a group. Um, and like, you can make these groups, you know, ten yards apart, or you can make them five feet apart. Yeah. But it's like, they do, and if you watch them, they do. I mean, they kind of intermingle, but not really. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can pretty much like count can, individual yeah. groups. You can tell um, where where the families. They are like separated. Yeah. So. Um, just try and match the hatch, I guess. Yeah, that's the big deal with it is is do your scouting, match the hatch. Um, luckily, like in my situation, I've got a month to watch them. Yeah. I'm not going to start watching them hard till that last week, but I am going to drive by at least once every week for the yeah, next sure. three weeks. And then that last week, I'll watch them every single day, see exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I just had some birds disappear by me. No idea where they went. Yeah. Like, no idea where they went. Happens. Um, but, yeah, the uh, early season's weird. And the other thing is, like, if you have, let's say you have, uh, let's say you have 50, 50 birds, right? You got 50 birds on this feed or this water hole or whatever. Don't, don't put out 150 decoys. <laughs> put out 20. Yeah. Yep. I mean, like, that's just the way, that's definitely the way that I think, because, like, you put out, let's say you're watching 50 birds, and you put out 100 decoys, they're going to crest those trees or whatever, give you a look, and be like, that's weird. What? This place is ransacked. Yeah, they're they're just, more or less, are going to be confused by the big numbers. Yeah. Um, Whereas, if there's 25, and it's like, oh, Jim Bob's here a little early. Like, let's go join him, you know? Hey, Gary! <laughs> Gary, is there a spot down there for us? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, you know, we're the tail end of the group. Yeah. Um, so, it is what it is. But, yeah. 
definitely don't don't early season don't put out you know don't you don't want to overwhelm the birds which sounds very like stupid i was gonna say woke yeah, but like, yeah, you don't want to overwhelm. But at the same time, like, you don't, you don't, you, you don't, you yeah. don't want to, you know. It's like, uh, you know, if you walk into like a little, let's say a little like mom pop ice cream shop, you know, well, I rhymed bars, um, and you know, it's not a very big store, or let's just say like a gas station or something. It's like a little small place, right? And you go in there every single day on your way to work, and there's like one or two people in there, right? And then you walk in one day, and there's like forty people shoulder to shoulder. What are you gonna do? I'm out. You're gonna you're gonna turn around and go somewhere else. Next station. Yeah, you're gonna not go there. It doesn't matter. No, I'm I'm not I'm not staying. So it's like they they do the, the exact thing. same thing. It's the same thing. Especially if it's food. If it's yeah. food, they're definitely not going to. No. Um, you know, and it's like okay, let's say you have let's say you have a little little bitty water hole that that they're using. If you cover that thing in decoys. And there's really no place for them to land anyways. But, like, your tiny little kill hole, it's like, you're not doing yourself a favor. No. It's like... Less is more in most situations. Yeah. It's like... Especially if especially if you can get on the X. In, in yeah. Generally speaking, not even just early season. If you can get on the X, put decoys out so that way they can see they you. They have a look. They have, like, yeah. more, more of a precise place to land. And also so that way you can call at them without them being like, well, that's weird. I don't see a goose, but I hear a goose. Yeah. You know? It's like that's that's what the decoy is for. Now, if you're trafficking or trying to pull birds, whatever, completely different story. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah, completely. That's what, like, me and Dad had that goose hunt last year, or that duck hunt last year, and there was, like, I could hear a goose. And um, so I just start, you know, calling at it, calling at it, and he ends up flying, like, over the decoy, still, like, you know, 40 yards away, um, just kind of straight over the edge of the decoys, the outside edge. And you could tell he, like, looks down, and he's like, no, I heard a goose, but I definitely don't see a goose. And yeah. at that time, I was like, yeah, we got to kill that bird. He's not coming back. Well, that's what happened to me and you in Oklahoma. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. They, he crested those. You're, you're calling it a bird in the fog, he, and he crests those trees and sees a bunch of wood duck decoys, and he's like, that's not right. What the heck? <laughs> he tried to get out of there, but it was too late. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're doing that, which I would – say more so that's just trapping a bird i mean he's he's just flying and you're yeah you're i mean yelling at him yeah i mean the one that i was with you when we shot i mean he he flew past us yeah he flew from like to our right over our right like behind us over to our right shoulder way past us and then finally he, he literally just turned around yeah and it was like okay i'll see if there's a goose here and then he was like there's no goose and did now there's a dead goose yeah but wanted wanted to dip Wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, he uh, <laughs> he was in the process of he was trying dipping. to exit the chat. Yes, that's for sure. That um, is for sure. Um, but as far as yeah, I mean, early season birds that kind of hits on it. Um, so there's there's really nothing, nothing more, nothing crazy. Another thing is, uh, luckily for us, the hides a little easier. We got a lot of green stuff to work with, and green just seems to hide a little better uh you throw a bunch of green in an a-frame you're gonna hide a little better yeah it uh it definitely does seem to hide better i don't know if it's just because it has like more depth i think or so. what the exact reason is but it does seem a lot easier to hide in green hide in like green vegetation um but uh 
Yeah, you uh, you want to hop into the um, Let's get it. The bird chirp or the bird fact? Ow. Pew. Okay, so the the bird this week is gonna be the uh, the blue wing teal. Um, so the blue wing teal is one of the last species to migrate north in the springtime, but one of the first to head south in the fall. Which is because they're a little bitty tiny bird and they get cold easily. That is true. Um, females will choose their nest sites by landing in a grassy area and walking around. It can take up to two days before they will find a place suitable to start building their nest. Hmm. So these birds are walking around for two days. And they're like, mm, no, not this butt. Mm, no, not this butt. Mm, maybe. No, not this butt. Hate to be married to a teal. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That like you know they'll it'll take them up to two days yeah, to definitely um to uh to find exactly where they're gonna um you know plant their butt for a little bit. Um, on average, bluing. Blue-winged teals live 10 to 17 years in the wild. So if they live 10 to 17 years in the wild, you want to guess how long the oldest one has ever lived? 22 years. 23. Well, that's pretty close. That's yeah. a good guess. Um, but yeah, they're a, they're a cool bird. Have you ever shot one? Yeah, one. I've never shot one. Shot one in that early, like, out west gets an early duck season. Yeah. And had some like, property in Haskell that was just just in that line. Oh yeah, that was last year. That was two years ago. Last year, was it last year? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Shot one. I get a lot of blue wings out there for some one reason. One blue wing teal male. One blue wing teal what male? Drake. One blue wing teal hen, and uh, paragadwas. Okay. They uh for whatever reason they seem to get they do in the little area there they seem there's to get there's a lot of uh, winter wheat though yeah and a lot of it gets like flooded and stuff like that and those little tealy birds eat it all up yeah they do like plus that. it doesn't get like crazy cold and if it does they just bump down to the coast yeah thanks it's like two hour flight probably yeah it's probably more than that half a day. Gonna be a decent flight. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I don't know how how far they can fly at a time, but well, I know that geese can fly like fifteen hundred miles or something like that. We covered that in the goose. Yeah, I think it's like with a good south with a, wind yeah, or yeah, yeah. with a. But that's only wind, still that's only like two hundred miles from two hundred three hundred miles from there to the coast. That's probably fair. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. But uh, what uh, so. What do you got going on this weekend? More boat things? Yeah, more boat things for sure. Um, the rest of the week, I'll try to get that clear coat on, try to get it all mixed up right. Um, then gator glide over the weekend, and then hopefully get it on the trailer back in the shop so it's not sitting in my yard. Um, and get... Both of those products need, like, Four to seven days to like fully cure. 
Sure, sure. So yeah. that'll be perfect. If I can get both of those things done by Monday, that'll give them that whole week in the hot shop to bake and be perfectly and fine. And be totally dry. Yeah. And then throw motor on next weekend. I will say it is nice working on the boat from the low platform, like it being on the ground. Oh, versus up on the trailer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really nice doing that, but it is what it is. Yeah. What color, what color is that? What color did you paint it? Tan, but the actual color is... Oh, good lord. It's, it's definitely lighter than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me too. And I think the <sighs> clear coat might change that. Yeah. Um, it should change that. So I'm not going to lie, it might stick out a little bit. Yeah, but if I was worried about that, I would have went with a darker color anyways. Yeah, gone with like a gray or something. Yeah, and I just... Plus, like, it is called marsh grass. From Red Leg Camos. It's called marsh grass. Okay, yeah, I mean... I thought about the Black Ops. Um, that's probably what I would have gone with. I like the marsh grass, though, because when do you see, like, a super light boat like that? Fair. I don't think I ever have. But why are they all dark colored? Yeah, because it blends in a little. But I blends I, in. <laughs> I put the boat six hundred <laughs> yards away every hunt, anyways. That's true. So, and yeah. I've had ducks land on top of my boat before, when it was dark. Sure, but still, it <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> freaking matter. Oh, so you mean they couldn't see it? <laughs> yeah, um, I just don't think they cared. No, probably not. And that I mean, we've had we had. Uh, I guess that was opening day last year. We had some birds try and buzz us while we were picking up the decoys with the yeah, boat the like next to yeah. us. So I was like, eh. It's it's funny how that if they works, don't If they don't want to care about it, they won't care about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I don't even know. I, I don't even remember what I have going on this weekend. Or I if I have anything going on this weekend. Saturday... I'm sure I have something going on, but I don't remember at all. Yeah, nor do I. But alrighty. Well, uh, any last words? That's it for me. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Bird Chirp Podcast. Um, We'll talk at you next time. Adios. Peace.